Good morning, Shane. Buenos dias, mi amiga. <laughs> oh my gosh. It has been, it's been so long. It's been so long since we've recorded. Is it March? Shit, might be. April, maybe? I was hoping we'd do some. We didn't do anything in April. That's great. I, I know I did one little one. Um, I did. Um, it was like five minutes. Yeah, um, I think it was just, yeah, I mean, the end of the school year, summer vacations and stuff with kids, kids and parents and all this stuff. Life, and, life and life. And life. Yeah, life's been life. But life so life much life. exciting. So you've been, we've been writing, you've been writing a ton. I've been trying so, to do something, do a little something out here, you know, trying to uh, dreams. Ooh, ooh. You know, launched a little company, launched right. a couple companies, you know, trying to uh branch out and diversify right. my portfolio and such. Trying to be yeah. like you, you know. We multifaceted. That's right. That's it. That's right. So um, who are we? Who are we, man? We are two seasoned corporate veterans who are here to pass along wisdom received from the lessons learned and to uh you know hopefully stop you from making the same mistakes we did and even if you do maybe you can just laugh at it while right. you're while you're doing it so today we are recording and we're just gonna record we're doing video too but i have cold so i don't want to have pictures of me blowing my nose or wiping my nose or anything like that i don't want to feel the pressure i have papers i don't want to you know look like i'm reading or whatever um, so we're like, we're just going to do the podcast. Um, so, all right. So let's, so let's, your latest book. Well, first of all, let's go over all the books, <laughs> the combined books, your books. Let's go over them all. Let's go over so let's start books. off with our stuff. So okay. together we have, we have one book that's published right now. Right. And that is the. So uh, it's a corporate God series. Corporate God, yeah. Mm, on first. surviving corporate America, I guess. As a POC. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. I ordered a copy because Jason Jackson was like, How do you not have a copy of your book? And I was like, I know, right? You know what's so, funny? My wife asked me the same thing. She's like, Where's your copy? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, You don't have a copy. I know. I mean, I said, oh my God, so I, I got ordered, a thousand copies on my computer. What you mean? I ordered a copy and it didn't come yet. I ordered it the other day and it didn't come yet. Like, shame on you, Amazon. Um, but a friend of mine, uh, we well, you know of a, a friend of ours, um, uh, she sent me a text last Friday. She's like, "Let's this is our, our day. This is our weekend reading. I don't, we'll take a weekend for you to read it if it does. You're a really slow reader." But her daughter, um, Corinna, had just graduated, so she bought a copy. So thank you, Teresa. We love you. Appreciate but, it. But yeah, people, lots of people bought copies, and, and Jeff Kelly, my buddy, um, showed me his copy too. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, seems to be doing very well. All right, the second one's going to be on trades versus corporate America, and the third one is the um, the power of saying no. And then your your stuff under manifested dreams. What do you? What have you? I know right. some of the so, things. So yeah, so under manifested dreams, I have one that I'm doing some promotion on, and a couple podcasts, guest appearances, and some podcasts here and there's on inclusivity. Inclusivity 2.0, how AI is accelerating the DEI movement. Um, basically, the whole you know vibe of Manifested Dreams is just trying to help people understand that AI is here and that you don't want to be a blockbuster in the world of Netflix. You know, right. so you want to learn sleep. how to incorporate AI into your career so that when your corporations do decide to incorporate AI, you're looked at as a help. In that incorporation, and not just mm -hmm. a liability to be passed over or whatnot. Yeah, so, a SME. Yeah, exactly. You want someone. You want to be that person, right? And it's a great time because 
AI in its current sense is so new that there are no college courses and certifications. Everything that you're going to learn right now for the next probably year or two is going to be self-taught. Yep. And kind of like when the internet first started, right? There was no, you know, internet gurus. There was no mm-hmm. internet certifications. It was just people who got on it, Get played out there, with it, mastered yep. it, and became billionaires. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just trying to help folks understand how to use AI. So we have that one. Um, we have done a series of small ebooks just about different aspects of your career. Um, there's one on uh, for organizations as a whole called Navigating the Corporate Navigating Corporate America with AI, a comprehensive guide. Um, then there's an AI Enhanced Medical Learning Guide for medical students and persons in the medical learning field. Um, there's another ebook called Real Estate in the Age of AI. Um, so how AI tools, these new AI tools for real estate are just so intense and so uh, interactive and whatnot. So there's a series of them out there on Amazon of various ebooks out there. You know, log on to Amazon, search my name, you'll see them all pop up. Well, that's interesting. The one, especially I saw the medical one and there was an article in the, either in the time, New York times yesterday or the Washington post about how AI is making decisions in nurses. It's, it's overruling nurses. Mm-hmm. So that's the that two. Yeah, AI is so artificial intelligence is so uh, real. Machine learning, the NPL uh, algorithms—they are all so intense, and they are literally learning every time. Every time you hit a keystroke, every time you, mm-hmm. whether you're talking to Siri, um, <clears throat> right? These are all Siri is just a very much super basic. AI, but mm-hmm. what you have with like chat GPT is like a Siri with, you know, no, no restrictions or whatnot. And these, they learn every time they interact, they right. notate, they, they understand. So now the systems are under understanding sentiment and sarcasm and, and nuance mm-hmm. and nuance and, mm-hmm. and context. Right. So even if you're just, uh, casually you know searching for something in chat or you're casually asking Siri for something it's learning how you think you know it's studying you so yes and i would start to understand you know how certain medical professionals think and if they decide to do something it understands the history of its interactions with that person imagine never forgetting right imagine like never forgetting you can there are seven people in the world that's a that is a i don't want to say disease disease, but it's a phenomenon that Mm -hmm. i think seven people in the world have mary lou henner from taxi is one of them she has total recall she remembers every day of her life and it's not good it's not good at all because the brain the brain is here to help you survive and so it it comes compartmentalizes things so that trauma doesn't fuck with you later on in your life <laughs> and if you remember every single thing everything how every do you single how thing? do you you have to forget some stuff there's you some have stuff you have to put in the back like you know what we're gonna follow that away you because that's to. not helpful for me to know to be able but but what i think is that they don't think about those things every day they can just they have total recall like those, all those thoughts aren't crowding their mind. Exactly. But if it was brought but you up, can they say, can instantly. Hey, January what happened 2nd, on? 2022. Exactly. And they can tell you exactly what, like, that's insane. I can't remember what I ate yesterday. Well, I can't remember because my husband made some amazing paella. So that's, sick, so. But, so that's what AI is, except AI doesn't have the, I guess, the graciousness to not remember. 
It's right. going to remember. So the minute you start talking to the system, it's going to recall everything you've ever said to the system. Right. And then it's going to be like, well, judging by your past, I'm not going to let you go ahead and make this decision now. Well, and but your brain does that too, Shane. Your brain will fill in the gaps. Oh, you're right. Your brain fills in the gaps. Like it doesn't right. have to, that's like how people like can see the first letter of a word and the last letter and the brain fills it in. Or if you did something and you reacted a certain way, your stress level went up or whatever, your brain's like, oh, I remember that. I remember when that happened. We just broke out into a sweat. <laughs> like your that's fight true. or flight. So, yeah. so it is kind of acting like your super-sized brain. Did you watch, speaking of AI, did you watch Black, uh, was it Black Mirror? Did Listen, you watch that? I love Black Mirror. The new did season just dropped. No, I haven't, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched it. It just dropped yesterday. <laughs> I watched it last night. <laughs> you watched it last night? Are you serious? Oh. I, well, I was up late Wednesday because I fell asleep because I've been sick. So I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, hey, it is 12 p.m. How come I can't I can't get it? And um, but then last night when I went to bed, because it, so it actually dropped like sometime in the middle of the night um on Thursday. So I watched the first season, uh, the first episode and the second part of the second one. The second one seemed kind of sad. So, but the yeah. one with Salma Hayek was I love, love, love Listen, Salma Hayek. I love Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. I love her. Like, I love her. Yeah, that's my girl. So that was about a that I'll let you watch it, but that was about that was about AI. I was talking to my wife about it. We were like, I wonder what Black Mirror was supposed to be. That's what I wanted. I want to see what they scrapped, right? Because Black Mirror was supposed to drop during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I forgot that it, I just figured it was over. Nah, they were supposed to drop during the pandemic. But then they scrapped it because whatever they had done for season six <laughs> was, was crazy. Was too closely resembling what was going on in the world at the time. Of the pandemic. Oh, and so they kiboshed it, and, that's, mm. and they had to redo the season, and that's why we got the season now. Really? Yeah. So I'm wondering what was what was to be. Wow, interesting. Oh, I'd love to get. I'd love to get that to buy that on a DVD. <sighs> I have to go in my car to watch it, but like, Dude, yeah, put that on the on the on the, um, on the dark web. <laughs> man, something. what can you imagine? How tw- it's like dark. Black Mirror is already twisted. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's how very, twisted it have to be for them is, to say, you know what? Maybe yeah, this we was, shouldn't. This was so bad. This one was so bad that we can't even show <laughs> oh, you. No, because there've been some ones where you're like, I cannot unsee what I saw. Like no. what? Right, the like video some, game, the, the that was about ended, to say the video, the video game one that was like to this yuck. day. Me and my boys, we talk about you like, yo, that what? was creepy. What? The video like, game one was creepy, and then him and his wife just be like, uh, oh, cool, what you about to go play a video game? Cool, I'm about to go hit the bar. Like, they both about to just yeah, go, like, fuck like, off. I was like, yo, yeah, that's weird, weird, weird. I like the, the Miley Cyrus one, <laughs> I like that one. With was the that doll. the one with okay, yeah, yeah, the doll. Um, and the, there was an internet, the tech one. There were some that were, you know, had a lot of social stuff. Oh, yeah. The one where you, uh, your social rankings go up and down kind of dictates where you are in society. Is that not really what it is? Like, yeah, for real? That shit crazy. yeah there's a, yeah, there's a cast. There's a definite cast system. Um, unspoken cast system. Um, all right. So there, here's, here's a fun fact. It's not so fun, but I thought about it when I saw your book, um, on, on AI and home ownership or selling homes or what have you. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Atlanta, they, it's considered the, the black Mecca, right? Mm-hmm. Over 50%, 51% of 
exactly are African-American in the city of Atlanta, or I don't know if that's the city of Atlanta or that's greater Atlanta, um, but less than 25% are homeowners. Is that Is not that insane? Why I, that makes a lot of sense now, man. That I was wondering why people in Atlanta are always talking about like Airbnbs and rental properties and such. I mean, why everybody just going to buy houses? Everybody around there is making money renting their houses Insane. out. That's wild when you think about it. Insane. We are number seven of on the on the cities of the lowest amount percentage of black ownership. Number oh my seven. Gosh. I was watching one of those reality shows based in Atlanta, and they were renting a house for like ten thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't they just buy? Like, why would you rent for ten G's a month? And just, I guess it's just the way that, it is. I think that. I think the people that can do that are they maybe they just do it because they want something different. Mm. I'm talking about like the everyday person, you know what I mean? People who who can't who who black who ownership is not attainable. But um, per, apparently the Urban League of of Georgia um is trying to help help with that. So you um is that so a West, systemic thing or is that just a I cultural thing? Right? Like are they purposely making black folks homeowners? Or, I, don't I mean know. home renters. I don't know. I, I would have never believed it. I would have never believed it because I don't think I know anybody. I, I may know only one renter. That's why one black person that rents, other than you know kids in school. Twenty five percent. Even even um a a friend of a friend of mine. She just bought. She and her husband just bought a condo for their sons who are in college. So they're not even renters. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. I know I have another friend or one of Jay's former classmates, the dad, I think they bought like an apartment building or, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a huge building, but when they're saying, when their son went to school, um, yeah. well, he does, he does go to school here in Atlanta, but anyway, um, ULGAL.com is the urban league. Um, that's their website. And they are trying to even the playing field. Um, they need to bring back things like, Oh, what was that thing? Oh, what was that one? Oh, what was that um, organization back in like late, not late 1900s. 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> right, the late 1900s, early 2000s. I can't remember. It, they helped out with home ownership. A girlfriend of mine bought her place in DC, which is worth over well over a, a million dollars. Probably got it for, I mean, got it for a fraction of the cost. I can't is remember. Is that with that like is. HUD? Not HUD. It, was, or... it wasn't HUD, but I can't remember what it was called. They helped they helped you um attain a home, home ownership. And it they worked with distressed properties. So they put people, you know, African Americans in distressed properties and they, you know, you rehab them, whatever. I can't remember. It'll come to me if if um hopefully my sister is listening and she can um she'll let me know and I can just put it in the um in the chat or something. So anyway, I thought that was an important. So what's going on this week? So we got these wildfires in Canada, right? So last week, um, I guess what JFK was closed at least one day. Um, it was crazy. We were in not, not to um, flex, but we were in Ibiza. And <laughs> we were just chilling. We we got a text and I didn't even know. I didn't even pay attention to that stuff. I must've been packing. They were like, oh my gosh, our flights have been canceled. Like what? Cause we were flying from Ibiza to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Detroit, <laughs> Detroit to Atlanta. And then some were going from Detroit to DC. Um, and one of my girlfriends was going directly from Amsterdam to JFK. Her flight was not canceled, 
because the airport had been closed that day, but it was bad in Detroit, obviously, because that's close to Canada. Yeah. So we um, ended up getting a flight directly from Amsterdam to Atlanta and they got one from Amsterdam to, to DC. Um, but it's, I guess it's the, the obvious, apparently they have wildfires every, every year, but right. I guess it's, it's kind of kicked off early. Um, and I have a former colleague, Jan. Hi, Jan. He's in Toronto, and he's, he said it was pretty bad last week, but I guess it's going to be bad all summer. And we were actually supposed to go there in a couple weeks to see Herbie Hancock. Um, but I can't go. And, I mean, that's, geez, that's, I don't know if we're going to go or not. Um, I, I found tickets at um, um, the Kennedy Center, because he's going to be at the Kennedy Center. On the just look over my shoulder. What am I looking at? Yeah, I'm looking. I see the hi. <laughs> you have your screen. You have to take your green. Oh yeah, I got to You have to take your screen off. <laughs> Where'd she go? She left. No, she's right here. Okay, there's your screen. Come here. Just say hi. 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 Now she's leaving. Now she's leaving. Okay. Um. So anyway, so that's awful. Um, I guess we we have global warming to, to thank for all that. <laughs> global warming to thank. Um, on your AI kick, you saw where uh, Paul McCartney is making a song with John Lennon, putting the Beatles back together again. Did you see Using that? Using AI. Mm-hmm. I guess John. I mean, uh, John Lennon had made a cassette, and um, he it had for John, it had for Paul. It was something he'd done um, right before. I mean, I guess like right before he passed away. Not maybe not immediately, but in 1980 and um it was just some recordings so they lifted that vocal and put it in a song so now listen so did you speaking of paul mccartan glad you brought that up so as i was perusing life Mm -hmm. have you heard this theory that paul mccartney (laughs) died in 1986, in a car, the car accident that he had in 1986, where everyone said he just got hurt, is where he actually died. And the Beatles were making so much money that they replaced him with a lookalike. And they were actually like, there was a contest going on where it was just like a Paul McCartney lookalike contest where people thought it was just something funny. But they actually did take the person from that contest and put him in the band. And they put side by side pictures uh, Paul McCartney from 1985 and Paul McCartney 1987. <laughs> That ain't the same dude. <laughs> Shut up, Shane. That ain't the same dude. That's I'm trying to tell you. That's a black mirror. What's that? that? What was that show? Dave. Remember that movie Dave, where the yep. president died? They got a fill in. I'm trying to tell you that okay. ain't the same dude. Wait and then minute. they, Wait then, a minute. bro. Me, and then okay, they put so I'm up supposed like, to do what? Paul McCartney. Everybody Paul McCartney at, at home, compared, we can do this too. Yeah, Paul McCartney, <laughs> 1985. Paul McCartney, 97. 87. Okay, Paul McCartney. Okay, this is so. Where do you hear this stuff? And then they talk. They shook different album, Beatle albums, where like on one album cover they had the date. The album cover literally said he died, and then they had the date in Roman numerals of that day he had his car accident in nineteen eighty six. Um, um, let me see. I don't see any. Okay, nineteen eighty five. I see some. From, I remember. He looks as. I don't know. He looks the same to me, Shane. I don't understand. Paul McCartney does... comparison pictures. Put that in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Paul McCartney. Let me put that in. That's so funny. 
comparison pictures. Okay. Where did you hear this though? So funny. You know, one of my black hole yeah. conspiracy theory places that I like right. to delve into from time to time. Yep, yep, yep. Um Oh, okay. 64. I see 64 and 82, but you, you yeah, said this okay. happened in um none well, of these are, 64. One of them did. None of these are shown. Um, so you're saying he supposed these people are saying the conspiracy theorists are saying that he died in 87 and they found a lookalike. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um you and this must have been on YouTube because I see a bunch here. Okay, I don't really I'll have to look. I don't but believe. No, so it wasn't Paul, in eighty-five. It was. Oh, 60. I don't believe the Paul is dead myth. But why does everybody? Would you say nineteen what? It was sixty something. You know, oh, okay. He was a, He was in a car accident back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. I see the 60, 64 and sixty-seven, but the sixty-seven picture looks like it's been altered. No, he's been altered because they ain't the same person. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. That is crazy. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was the sixties. It happened in the sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm like because the eighties, like I remember. No, no, no. It was in the sixties. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you think about AI when you go go to Wendy's or whatever your favorite McDonald's, your favorite fast food place is um using AI? I don't care as long as the food is good, like you know Is AI messing up the order too? I don't think so because AI is AI is big in other countries, right? So you know, other countries have like these uh, pizza making machines that are like vending machines, and that's nothing but AI. Yeah, pizza vending machines. Oh, I think I've seen that where they make yeah they make a like a personal pizzas or something like that. Okay. And they have some in some of the airports around here. They have them too. They do. Mm Hmm. It's uh, Let's Pizza is the big guy who is the big. uh, Are they good? Yeah, they're, I guess they're as good as the like, ingredients, yeah. I guess, right? And so it's like sauce. these things that's AI building, that's AI making your food. Whatever, okay. So. Well, I guess faced with, with labor shortages, they're turning to um generative generative AI to take orders for burgers, tacos, shakes, and sodas. So yeah, that definitely happened. Wendy says about 80% of his customers come via the drive-thru and it's testing AI. So they've partnered with Google iCloud to conduct a pilot. It's called yeah. um Wendy's Fresh Air. At the Columbus, um, Ohio area, Wendy's, Checkers, Carl's Jr., Hardee's, Del Taco, White Castle, Dunkin', and McDonald's have all deployed AI drive-through um, chatbots at their lo- own locations. So, okay. Um, <laughs> White Castle calls its system Julia. <laughs> That's very fancy. So, somebody said it's just so weird when White Castle customers um, told the journal, "I'm used to talking to somebody." Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and get them getting it wrong. Um, they need to get that. And I, I know low key, everybody not low key, everybody thinks that you know, when they go to Chick fil A, it's so great. But Chick fil A, as much as Chick fil A costs, they can't be leaving my stuff out. Okay, you, one person go to Chick fil A is 25 bucks. Don't I've believe never it. had an issue with Chick fil A. Are you serious? I've never once in my life had oh my gosh, the one near me used to forget stuff all the time. And I, I, I would call over there and they're like, come back and get them. I'm like, no, stop forgetting my stuff. That's stealing. See, if I came in there with the register, you call the police. When you don't put my fries in or you forget my nuggets, you know, I'm going to call I the think, police on you. you. Know, maybe they just got too comfortable with you. Like when you get married and you're like 20 years in, so you don't do everything oh. you used to do in the beginning. 
So they were like, oh, yeah. that's just Miss Monk. You're here. Well, but you we know can... what, though? It happens with Uber Eats, though. They they forget. Like you. I think that's important. I order stuff from Uber Eats with the idea that somebody may take something out of my bag. Because yeah. I'm like. Well, no. A lot of times it's sealed. When it's not sealed, I wonder, how could you, how could the person not have checked the bag? But I understand they're not wanting to go into your bag. But that's so annoying. Or you're like, you know, it came with a drink. Bruh, did you see a drink? Yeah, and I'm, it's like, in my you, car you right now. Like, geez Louise. I always so, wonder when I when I go into like Chipotle or Panera Bread, Starbucks, I don't understand why homeless people are starving because mm-hmm. the food is just literally sitting there. Yeah. Just there. I can't, like, if I'm homeless, I'm eating good because I'm going, I'm, you know, breakfast at Chipotle, lunch at Panera dinner at Starbucks or circle back at Chipotle yep. again. Well, not Starbucks because a lot of them are um, just drive throughs now, right? Oh, Starbucks is doing away with the sit-down inside? Um, the one, We had one in downtown Decatur. They closed, it was closed during the pandemic. It didn't reopen, but the drive through oh, wow. one's open. Now, you can go inside it, but it's in such a busy area that I doubt most, a lot of people park to actually go inside. Um, but do you have a lot still in your area? Uh, I don't know because I'm not a Starbucker. Okay. My daughter is though because she likes their cake pops. So whenever we go to Target, all of our targets have Starbucks. So we just she always just goes to the uh, the Starbucks that's inside the Target. So I've never actually I haven't been to like the actual location locations. Okay. Or not. Um. Oh, what I was going to say is that about the AI and restaurants, Presto Automation claims to be the largest drive-through automation technology provider in the hospitality industry. Ooh. And they're working with Checkers, Rallies, Carl's Jr., mm. and Hardy's and others. But those are all owned by the same company, aren't they? I think so. I mean, they got the best fries. No, low-key checker fries. Which one? Checkers? Checkers, yeah. I, I I think I've only been to Checkers once. Um I was in I lived in Pittsburgh. There was one kind of down the street from me and I went in and I got ordered oh. something and I ordered a water with lemon. She's like, you want sugar too? I was like no, bitch, and I drove off. <laughs> I didn't like, know they I'm had checkers. I thought checkers was something. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not trying. I wasn't trying to make lemonade. I just wanted. I was refined. I wanted lemon in my water. She was trying to be. She was trying to be sweet. Yeah, yeah, she was. So I left. I showed her. <laughs> um. All right. Whatever. There's. So what else did I see? AI. I saw AI and music. AI and um, fast food. AI and medicine. Um. Oh, here's one. I thought of you. Um, the beef between Anita Baker and Babyface's mm. fans. Listen, I told my wife, look, <laughs> I'm like, your girl got issues. I she didn't know that Babyface's fans were about that life. Listen, bro. I told her, I was like, I'm glad we caught the show when we did because. Because you saw both of them, right? Yeah. We saw their opening night when they were in New Orleans. We saw okay. uh, the first show and that show was great. Well, apparently and that one in Jersey, it started late. There was some technical difficulties, so they had to cancel Babyface, and the people were livid. Listen, but and then went after her, and then she, her comeback was that he was a, he was a guest slash supporting act. Like they weren't chilling; they were top billing. <laughs> All I'm saying is that when I read the comments, the comments are real. Like this is Anita's mo. Well, Anita is a queen. Anita could be whatever she wants to be. Okay. She stopped performing because she had to pay her husband child support. So she stopped performing. The level okay? of petty. 
It's not petty. She's like, I ain't giving him a dime. No, okay. I mean, just, that's that. Hey. She's like, I don't, I'm not giving him a dime. So she is doing this for the love of the fans and the love. She's to Anita does what Anita wants to do. Okay. So Anita uh, is blessing us with her. She's gracing us with her, with her, or what is blessing us with her? What is she doing? Blessing us or gracing us with her presence. Both. She can say she's both. She's doing but... both. Blessing and gracing us. She can do whatever. All so... I'm saying is there ain't nobody in the comments coming to Anita's defense. Well, Anita's, Anita's been like this for a while. I don't have man. a problem with it. I mean, did anybody? I mean, she's a diva. That's fine. Would look up the definition of diva. That is, she's earned it. She. It's not like it's Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? As someone who saw the show with Anita, who and was better? Face, who was better? I understand why <laughs> Anita doesn't want him on the show. Because <laughs> I'm really. I'm trying to tell you. So Anita does Anita, right? Anita does, right. and her shit is amazing. Yes. If I was going to see Anita Baker, I was I'll be going to see Anita Baker, not to see Babyface. But when you have Babyface as your opening act, okay. Babyface owns the right. I know he to can sing a lot of so songs. I know. I know. I mean, he's songs. read. He's written the soundtrack of our lives. I, he I had, that. And when he starts going down that, when he starts going down but that, when he starts time. singing, do I want to hear him sing Tony Braxton songs? Yes, or, you do. Or yeah, Whitney Houston? Because he, he's good. Or he'll have. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. And or he'll have one of his back his female background singers come out and sing. Oh. Let me tell you, this man has this man's catalog. I know. You're like, oh, by the time he's finished. I'm saying Anita was like feels like a letdown, but what? but it, you're saying it. I'm just saying that Babyface his his catalog is so huge that when he takes you down the path, because you know his songs are going to trigger different things for different people, right? And so everyone's been touched by many Babyface songs, right? right. It don't matter who you are, whether the Wait and Exhale soundtrack, which is basically all that Babyface was... basically has the entire Wait and Exhale soundtrack, yes. so. Imagine him going down that pool. Like, yeah, like, that's a that's a great soundtrack. Everything with TLC, Keith yeah. Sweat, like the kid. The, I don't want to hear him sing, sing that stuff though. I'm just saying, like he just has he just has a he just has a portfolio. Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, yeah. this kid, this this man has. So when Anita comes up, it's like, oh, cool, but we don't worked up a sweat. <laughs> this was the last hour and a half. We've been singing Babyface to the top of our lungs. Well, then um, she could put you to sleep. She can lull you. She can relax you. I, and... That might be the problem because everyone's kind of chill by the time she comes out and just kind of like, oh, we're kind of like in the ah. nobody's like hype. Babyface has you hype. You know, you sitting there like singing Drew Hill, like top of your Drew lungs. Hill. Really? Yes. He wrote for Drew yes. Hill. I didn't know Beauty. that. Beauty. Beauty. He wrote. I love Beauty. that song. Like, I love that song. His his portfolio is tremendous, and yeah. I completely understand why someone as amazing as Anita Baker I don't doesn't think, want Babyface. No, face I don't think I don't think that's it joy. though. I just think she was she felt attacked by his fans. Yeah, so because you think she, people were people went to be equally to see hit like you went for both of them apparently. Yeah, because like, Anita Baker is my wife's favorite singer. Okay, all time Anita Baker is her favorite. Okay. Singer. So this was for her. And so we bought the tickets when it was just an Anita Baker tour. Okay. So you and were in. And then okay. Babyface got added to it. And okay. it was like, oh, shit. Now we got Babyface for the price of just the Anita Baker right. tickets. And that shit was amazing. And so the Babyface part just 
he just has too much. It's just like he has too much good songs. He just <laughs> he just has too many good songs. Like Anita Baker's like 15 good songs, 20 uh-huh. good songs compared to Babyface's 50. It's like uh well, like, he only so much time though, right? He's the opening act. Yeah, but I mean he was up there for like an hour and a half. Was he? Oh, it's yeah, because she because it was like three hour concert, so he had an hour and a half, she had okay. an hour and a half. Oh, okay. And so he wrote some of her songs too, didn't he? Mm, Babyface yeah, touched had, everybody. Yeah, because they had beef back in the day. Like he's didn't he sue her or his people sued her? And, and he was super like they were so cordial. He came out on stage, called her the greatest. I mean, I got videos of it on my. Uh, yeah, he IG. seems gracious. But uh-huh. I think uh, when Anita pulled that stunt, so when the show was late, uh-huh. it was late because Anita wasn't there, and Anita oh, they didn't, didn't say want to that. Sh- Anita, exactly. Anita didn't want the show starting until she was in the building. And so she oh. just happened to be so late that it wouldn't have had time for Babyface to go on. What else does she have to do? When you're exactly. performing, what are you going to get your dry cleaning? Exactly. So she basically was just late, just late enough where he couldn't perform and it could only be her. And that's oh. where, that's where like yeah. you started on this show. Like, Yeah, but her, but his, but the fans, people are nuts. People are nuts though. They went yeah. in on her. That's like, why they call fans. Yeah, you're right. That's what Prince said. He called his he called his fans friends. Exactly. Like, he didn't call them know. fans because fans short for, for fanatics. Fanatics. Exactly right. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, um, oh, I saw I saw an episode or a little segment on Good Morning America yesterday where they did AI and recipes. So you basically fed Chat GPT or whatever your favorite um AI um service and mm-hmm. you typed in what in, what ingredients you had in your house and it gave you recipes. <laughs> Some yeah. of them were quite scary. A, I mean, a few of them were good though. There's no reason AI makes our lives so much easier. Like it's almost to not be successful now with the prevalence of AI is straight laziness. Mm-hmm. AI can write your business plans. AI can do grant applications. AI can't. There's literally nothing that these systems cannot do for you. And for you not to get the stuff done, to not pursue your dreams, to not to go after the thing that you've been wanting to go after, that's, that's, you're doing yourself a disservice. The game is wide open right now. Like AI is basically, you have access to Chat GPT for 20 bucks a month. For 20 bucks a month, you have access to the most intelligent personal assistant you can ever ask for who never needs sleep i don't even pay i use it and don't pay oh my gosh you when i tell you you're shortchanging yourself the paid version what the paid version allows you to access the internet the paid version has uh it has um you can plugins for it so basically uh-huh. you can use a like kayak or Expedia, where it can it can what? plan out your whole it can trip. do my searches and it can do your whole trip. Fuck a search. You can tell it where you want to go, when you want to do it, find a plane ticket. It will do every single thing from what? the plane tickets to the hotel to the rental car. And you all you gotta lying. do is, if I'm lying, I'm flying. Oh my god. Okay. And all you gotta do is go in and pay for everything. That's oh it. my it god. I literally just plug in what you want. When you pay for it, you get the plug-in option and you go through, you can pick all the Will plugins. Well, pick you want. Delta because I don't like to use like <laughs> flights and stuff for um of course, you know I'm I only fly Delta, so you can okay. literally tell it what you want to fly. Okay. I put I you know, me being the bougie dude that I am, I put right. find me uh my son has to go to Orlando for his American Ninja Warrior finals. And I was like, I need two first class tickets from Delta 
to Orlando. Um, and I just gave it a time window and they did it for him. Did everything. And I do nothing. I could go on perusing doing my other stuff. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna do that. <clears throat> I'm like, so you have access to the system that is can do anything you needed to do for your life. And for us as people not to take advantage of that right now, because eventually once big corporate America figures out yep. how to really control AI. Yeah, we won't have. We won't. And re- yeah, this this wild, wild west of access yep. that we have to it. Yeah, no, nah, this is going to get yeah. regulated real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Sure. And so um, you take advantage of while we got it. Okay. Um. So I found this article on psychology today. I've really been reading been a lot reading. of psychology today. I've been, I've been reading. It's an older article though, but it's seven, it's called seven it's written by Natalie Kerr. She's a PhD and she's a social influencer. Um, it's entitled seven things we often get wrong about other people. I thought it was so interesting. Um, number one, and maybe, maybe I'll start from the, you know how we love a countdown. So um, I'll start from seven. Um, we are not the only one at home alone on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you have that FOMO. You think, I actually, I don't really suffer from FOMO. So I don't really care what other people are doing. But I know there's a lot of people out there that do. And you think when you're at home on Saturday Everybody night, Friday night or, or Valentine's life. Day, the people are out like whooping it up um, uh, around you. But that's and that's because of social media, right? Because I would tell Ariel, she's like, so-and-so is in the mall, Deves. I'm like, so-and-so's in the mall in front of a green screen, okay? They're not anywhere, okay? And I, and I was like, and even if they are, okay? What people don't tell you, what those beautiful pictures don't tell you, just like me when I got to a bees, I was like, Ooh, here's my view. I was flexing on the gram. Here's my view for the next seven days. My bag got lost. Well, what happened? I can't hear you. No, you're. I'm move? good. Okay, sorry. Yeah. My bag got lost. I got <laughs> food poisoning the second day. <laughs> I was like, like that by that Saturday, I was like, first of all, so, th- so Thursday night we get there, right? We have Chef Com, it cooks. Wonderful, right? I-, I have no bag. For I'm such a dummy. Forgot I had an air tag in the bag. Okay. I knew I knew it wasn't there and it was supposed to come on another flight because I checked the app. Mm-hmm. You know, big ups to Delta's app, track your luggage. I tracked it. And I was like, oh, it should be there when we get there. Go to Air Air Europa, because that's what we flew um from Madrid to Ibiza or uh, Ibiza, as they say it. And um, they're like, nope, we don't, your bag's not here. Just file a claim and Godspeed. So get back to the house. Um, my girlfriend, and I, sister and I, we go into town. I buy some stuff, buy a couple outfits, you know, purse, underwear, um, swimsuit, you know, cover up, stuff like that. Um, and then that night I was like, oh, I have a tracker. <laughs> my air, My bag was sitting at the airport. Mm. Okay. My bag said location Abiza. I'm like, oh my god! That joint is here. It's waiting for you. It got here. It got there before me. It's just like, where was it? Like it was there, but where was it? I'm like, oh my gosh! So big ups to the Apple AirTag. They do the work, even though um, my battery died in a week. So ups, thumbs up, and thumbs up to technology. Thumbs down to the battery life. Um, When when last time you upgraded your phone? I got a new phone. I got a 14 Pro. Ooh, you get the 14 Pro. I see big time over there. I see you. It's been like where's 20 my box? years. I know. Where's my box? I just had the box. Wait a minute. Like I got the box right here. I'm showing you just because I'm showing you because we're not 
Yeah. Here you go. Yep, here you go. Look and, at you. Yes. So and, um, and that had, the battery that died quickly? No, in the in the tag. The oh, air okay. tag battery brought died. Not the phone. Phone's got a great battery life. Yeah. Big ups to Apple. Great. I charge maybe I don't even fully charge once a day. Yeah. And no, it just the other never. day my phone died. I was like, oh it died. But I, I didn't even realize it was like on one percent. I wasn't paying attention, but but no, the battery life of the air tag so that I bought lasted a week. So oh that's gosh. what I'm talking about. Like it I saw a tweet where a guy was a girl wrote in and there's these two dudes, these mm-hmm. two friends from England who would just like have their own podcast and they just two dudes and they just talk, right? And shit's okay. hilarious and they read funny tweets. And so they were reading tweet where this woman was like, uh, she's with this guy and she keeps getting in fights with his uh, baby mamas and <laughs> she doesn't know why. And uh-huh. she realized that her ta- her cars were getting air tagged by all his baby mamas have put air tags in this car and they like find her and fight her at random locations. Okay. And then later on, she finds out that he put the air tags in the car and he's been secretly recording the fights and posting them online and making money off of them. Oh my gosh. And the worst part is she's been getting her ass beat and he's been telling her she need to take self-defense classes. (laughs) And up her game. Oh. Oh my yeah. gosh. That was in that was where in Great Britain? That was in England? Yeah, I mean these two dudes are from UK and they just sit down and read tweets and talk they trash. Are, oh my yeah. gosh, that is grimy. Yo, yo. I remember there was a supermodel. I can't remember her name, but she said she's married. She lived in Manhattan and she had went to her little local bar. And um she I don't know, she meeting some friends and she decided to walk home by herself at night. Why? I have no idea. And it was chilly. She reached her hands in her, she had a little trench coat and reached her hands in her pocket. There was an air tag in her pocket. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, that air tag shit is real, man. Mm-hmm. I've heard multiple women put scary stories where they find air tags in their purses and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, yep. I guess, I guess the telltale, right, is that if you, if there's an air tag near you, it usually shows up on your phone. Like it tries to be like, hey, do you want to give me a name? <laughs> so, and does it, is that how it works? Right, because like when you open your AirTag, that's what it does. It finds your phone, and then you're you're like, oh, you give it a name, and then you put it in your yeah. You so your what phone. if you what so if you didn't? I, see I've, it, never you used, I've never used. I've never used one. So yeah, like as soon as you turn it on, as soon as you put the, as soon as you put it like not turn it on, but when the battery's in it, as soon as it's near your phone, it your phone it pops up on your phone. So and if then, I own the AirTag, right? And mm-hmm. I activate the air tag, and then I drop it. It would in go in my. Purse. It would be in, you, it, if you gave it a you give it a name. I and put then it. Mm-hmm. You go to your find my find my or find me or find you know yeah. you know same way you would find your yeah. your phone your, your iPad or whatever yeah. But how would you know if it's near you? Because they're air tags. It, it you know what I mean like be you know what though but once you give it a name. I'm not sure. You know what? I might be lying because once you give it a name and it's your air tag, I don't know if it shows up. Yeah, I want to. But she, it, yeah. but she said that it did. She said yeah. she, she said she saw the air tag thing on her notification on her phone, and then she looked in her pocket. I don't know. Beanie has an air tag on him, on his collar, yeah. and that battery died. That battery's dying too. I changed that battery like three weeks ago, so I don't know. Maybe I bought some bad batteries from Amazon. Um, but I, but the one I got from oh you know what and the AirTag I bought was from Amazon so maybe they're was know. it the Amazon brand or is it no the- I mean the AirTag I bought was Apple AirTag it was brand new I, no. better it just I don't know if it's coincidence or not I don't believe in coincidences but I may have to try I may have to test that out because my when when I put the battery back in this new one that I bought I'm gonna have Ariel 
I'm gonna put it on Ariel and see if she if it shows up. See on if her she phone. notices it, yeah, mm-hmm. just drop it in there and see if she yeah, and see if she notices because that's what the, that's that what that's what that um that's what she the uh, model said, but I don't know. But yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta be careful with that because people are nuts. They are absolutely nuts, and they're out there walking among us, amongst us, singing, you know, seeming to be normal. You know what's fucked up is like the person who invented the air tag, that scientist, that tech guy at Apple, uh-huh. or whoever he's, did it. Yeah, probably he's had he's probably no. I was gonna say he probably had no desire for it to be turned this way. He probably did it because uh-huh. it was like, oh well, you know, people need to find their luggage or people need to. You know, be able to keep track. Oh of yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And right. then it was, somebody else it was, was like, for, yeah. "Yeah, it was made like he probably made it in a whole." It wasn't nefarious. Well, yeah. even though YouTube is, I told you, you had nefarious beginnings. Remember the the software was, guys at YouTube wanted to see Janet Jackson's nipple. Oh, you did tell me that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, from the, um, from the Super Bowl, and, and so, so they yeah, they create, yeah they developed something you could you could watch videos. Mm-hmm, is that nefarious online. or is that just pervy? It's you know because you can be pervy without being nefarious. Right, because you're not like nefarious would be like stalking Janet Jackson and then like taking pictures of her nipples yourself. Pervy is just searching. Well, they added to well they to added to it. her demise or her career because you kept showing it over and over. You yeah, they definitely online added to it. And you could see, even though it was less Moonves. I think it was definitely pervy, but I don't know if it's serious. Okay. I don't think they wanted to hurt. I think they just want to get their rocks off. Well, just, yeah, but that's, but you're not, you're not thinking about others. No, definitely not thinking about nobody else. Yeah, little nerds. So anyway, jerks. But anyway, okay. Number um, six, people appreciate compliments more than we know. Oh, that's facts. Do you like compliments, Shane? I love compliments. Golly, yo, I was in the store yesterday. And so, you know, in Target? No, I was in um, which store was I? I was in a grocery store. I might have been Food Line. Um, okay. And I was there's like this older woman walked in there and she was speaking Spanish. And uh, for those who don't know, you know, I've studied Spanish for a while, mm-hmm. so I started talking to her in Spanish and just kind of going back. Did and you forth. say yo necesito para uh, una te, ta, what is it? Una mesa para seis. <laughs> they almost. Yeah, yeah. I had you it that was that when I was there. I was like, I was like, uh, necesito, yo necesito una, una mesa para dos. Without without cheese. Yeah, there you go. So we're talking, and then she like stopped, and she's like, "Have you ever had braces?" I'm like, "Yeah, way back in high school." Mm-hmm. And she was like. Oh, it was worth it. She, you know, yeah, she like gave you like this, like your older auntie, not a grandma, but like an older auntie. Mm-hmm. She has like that older auntie energy. And um, mm-hmm. she's like, you have a million dollar smile. Like you are, your smile is absolutely gorgeous. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, you can't tell me shit <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, like as a man, men, I think we love compliments more than we, uh, more than we will ever let on. Because, really? Okay. Yeah, man, men love, we like being told we smell good. Not okay. being told we look good or whatever. I think it's just how to take those compliments is always a big thing for yeah. me. We don't know how to take compliments. Like, oh, okay, cool. I think cool, a lot cool. of people don't know how to take it. Like, I'm always like, oh, okay, like downplaying it. But I like to compliment. Like, Ariel compliments. She's the best at it. She, when she can meet a stranger, anybody, she's like, she finds some. I love this about her. She finds something about them that she loves. I ah. love your earrings. I love your nose. Her <laughs> hair is so pretty. She is so, she's always yeah, so complimentary. Like, uh, I, I like your t shirt. I mean, every, it could be anything. She she notices people. That's what's up. Things. That's good energy. Oh, yeah, she does. But that's because yes. she's Kaiser Sose. 
<laughs> trying to figure out how she could. Yo, she be pulling them out. Yo, she, she be recruiting races, folks. Right? She, she recruiting. That's what she's doing. She's recruiting for her for her organization. That's right. all she needs. That's right. what she's doing. She's recruiting for the organization. She's like, all right, cool. Let me bring them in. Reel them in with the compliments. Oh, number five. This is a great one. People can't see right through us. You know, people think like, oh, Ooh. they can see right through me. Um, people tend to believe that their thoughts and feelings are more apparent to others than they mm, actually are. That's good. A belief researchers call the illusion of transparency. So in one case study, particip participants played um, a variation of two truths and a lie game. Thinking that others would see right through them, the participants overestimated the extent to which others could detect their lies. Another group of participants was asked to conceal their feelings after drinking either Kool-Aid um, or a nasty vinegar-based drink. Though participants believed they were not, um, um, that they were not very good at hiding their reactions, observers could not tell what drink they consumed. Isn't that something? But, two, you know... Give me two truths and a lie. Let me see if I can pick them. Two truths and a lie. I'm not going to be able to do it with a straight face. Um, two truths and a lie. Just smile the whole time. That way I know okay, yeah, smile the whole time. Okay, I, I moved to Atlanta in 1998. Mm -hmm. um, I graduated in 1983. Mm -hmm. And I had my first son in 2001. I know 2001 has to be true because I think Jay is like 20 something. Um, I'm going to say. You said this the time. lie is graduating in 83. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I didn't come up with a good lie. Yeah, I think All right, you do. You, you go. You go. Um, oh, two truths in one. Okay. I have. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Two truths in What's my lie? Right, it's the lie. Right. I was trying to think of the it's lie. It's the lie, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. The lie is the most difficult part of this whole situation. Okay. okay. I had a. Uh, Oh, that's a lie. Now. I got it now. Okay, go. go ahead. Okay, cool. All right. So, you thought of your lie um, now? <laughs> yeah. I thought okay. of my lie and my truth. Okay. Right? I met, my wife and I have been together since we met in uh, high school. My best friend lived down the street from my wife. And my wife wants slapped me as hard as she could across the face in Taco Bell drive-thru for no reason other than to test to see if I would hit her back. Okay, so you, you, you're you saying that you met your wife in high school, you've been together ever since? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lie. <laughs> that is the lie. But yeah, I, I, I figured I knew she slapped you, so I didn't know yeah. you never told me that, but I could that little spitfire. Yeah. <laughs> slapped the shit out of me. Right. We were like probably like six, seven months in the day. And I said something, man. I was talking slick. And she just hauled off and slapped the fuck out of me. Wow. Like just with everything she could muster up in her little hundred and twenty-five pound body. Oh my gosh. And she was like, I was ready for you to punch me or hit me or whatever, but I just need oh. to see. She was Did like, she I just need to see. No, she wanted to see if I was the type of dude that would oh. hit a woman. Oh. Um, and so, you know, she was willing to take the L 
if, oh, if I was wow. or whatever. So. I know I knew a couple. They were young. They were like 18. They were dating years ago. And she, this is I was a kid. And and he the guy, the guy was so nice. And she was such a witch. And she spit on him. He didn't do anything. That he was so sweet. I'm like, wow, yeah. spitting on somebody. That's like the that's like the lowest thing that somebody can do to you. I got spit on. Like a kid, it was it was my um, grandparents. They lived in a. I won't say it was. A, it was. A, I guess it was kind of the country. It was like suburbs, country, outside of Pittsburgh. Um, and um, and he. I was coming. I was. I think I was leaving the corner store, and he was going in. Was and he white? spit. Yeah, and he spit um, pistachio shells at me, and they went in my mouth. I think I was like, <clears throat> I was like eight. So they lived in Oak. I loved Oakdale. They lived in Oakdale, PA. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that to this day, and I'm 56. So yeah, spitting has spitting has turned it's into nasty. a thing. It's, it's a nasty. thing. Like it's a like um, you know like they do it like a lot sexually now. People like to get spit in each other's mouth. Would you let your Shut husband up. spit in your mouth? No, <laughs> he was like, Let me spit. y'all been together like 20. That is gross. You can't spit in your mouth. Yuck, yuck. Where's my oh, I have my little thing here. I, I've never used my little thing I have here. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Hell no, that's gross. Yeah, Christian said the same thing. Oh, that makes me nauseous. Oh my, you know, this uh, Carisha, uh, uh, from the city girls, young, young Miami, young mommy. Oh, yeah, my hairstylist does which one? He doesn't do young Miami, he does the other one's hair, JT. He does JT's hair, yeah. So, yeah, she has her show, um, her little sit down show, which is oh, young Miami does, yeah. And she, uh, on her show, she was talking about how she likes to, uh, you know. Get her get spit in her mouth and get peed on as well. She likes golden showers. She likes golden showers, and then her guest agreed that they like golden showers too. Was her was her guest Diddy? No, <laughs> but I heard that Diddy does like giving golden showers. So oh my gosh, okay, yeah. that's gross. All right, we, we want, all got our proclivities. We don't want my mom to turn. We don't want my mom to, <laughs> to turn off. <laughs> Your mom, your mom was like, I remember I used to spit in them young boys' oh, mouth back in the day. <laughs> she was like, that's how I got that's how I trained them. Shut up. Your mom was like, that's how I used to train them. He's joking. <laughs> that's so funny. That's not funny. She's not going to think that's funny, Shane. <laughs> how he know? <laughs> exactly. She was like, hold on. Who his daddy is? Like, hold on. Who he been talking to? Well, you know what? That's why we're called two live recruiters. So I'm not sorry. Not sorry. Uh, sorry, mom. No, really. Shane doesn't mean it. Um. Others, number four, others judge us less harshly than we think. Mm. So it says when we experience failure or embarrassment or an embarrassing mishap, like for um, forgetting a new acquaintance's name or tripping on the sidewalk, we often think others will judge us harsh, harshly. However, research shows that our fears are overblown. People are less critical than we think. That's yeah, nice. That's, that's, right. that, that's why, I, like, if I tripped and fell, I would just laugh. Right. I laugh first. And you can't laugh at me. But, I think that's something I had to learn in my marriage, where I would always think my wife was thinking like the worst of me if something happened. Oh, my husband's thinking the worst. And she, <laughs> see, exactly. <laughs> and she only be thinking about it. She's like, what? Like, I don't care. Like, I wasn't even thinking about that. We was like, oh, man. Oh, and that's so fine. I, I know like, we're a worst. If, if we had a friend that, that said that things that we say to ourselves, we wouldn't be friends with that person. Mm-mm. Couldn't be, man. Because I have an attitude with her about thinking what I think she's thinking. thinking. <laughs> I say 
say what people think about you is none of your business. Exactly. What people, think, what people think or say about you is none of your business. Um, number three, people don't, this is kind of, kind of um, redundant. People don't always notice what we wish to hide. People so it says when people are self-conscious about oh. an aspect of their behavior or appearance, such as a large pimple, they often overestimate the extent to which others notice it. Researchers call this phenomenon the spotlight effect. Listen. Like you think my scars on my face? I what swear. scars? I sw what do you mean? My scars. Where okay. are they? Yeah. Uh, I never noticed that. Mm -hmm. I see what you... Yeah. I didn't know. I just... I never... Are you real? I swear people stare at it every time they meet me. Like, no. I think that's all people I've, see. I've seen you in person and don't eat. Yeah, that, like, I what? I swear to God, like, I, like in my mind, that it's like this glaring thing. Because I got this in, uh, it was sophomore, the summer of sophomore, summer of college, whatever summer Bad Boys 2 came out. Okay. Um... <laughs> I don't know what year that came out. Hold on, I'm gonna <clears throat> tell you right now. It was 2003, so summer 2003. Yeah. Uh huh. I go home. Um, I'm not go home. Well, I go to Charleston for to watch Bad Boys 2 opening night with my best okay. friend who lives in Charleston. Uh -huh. And so Jabari and I go watch Bad Boys 2 Friday night, Saturday, which is Fourth of July weekend. I am going to. Um, or I'm going to back to Jabari's house to hang out, right? Because that's my that's my guy. We just okay. And as I'm driving, a car attempts to make a left-handed turn through an intersection, but I had mm -hmm. it right away and ended up T-boning him. When I T-boned him, my face went through the windshield of the car, and so oh my, you have your seatbelt on. I told the police I had my seatbelt on, and so uh, I, they didn't believe you. They did. They they did, and it was fine. And so okay. my shit got ripped open. Like, oh my god, my eyelid was slit in half. Oh, uh, got cut down inside my face. You I actually never, thought I, I was, never told me. You've never told me this. I right? think I actually. I thought I lost my eye because when I regained oh consciousness, there was like I I couldn't when I regained consciousness and my eye felt funny, and so I just opened my one eye and there's blood. Everywhere, blood on windshield, blood in the car. So I could only see out of one eye, and I just see just blood gushing everywhere. Oh and I'm like, oh shit, my eye is somewhere on this floor. So I'm like looking around the floor, oh and God. like this nurse who was in the uh, was in traffic saw it, jumped out of her car, came over to me, and put pressure on it. So my eyelid was completely slit in half, but the glass never touched my eye. Oh, Crazy. thank God! And so the plastic surgeon had to put my face back together, had to like oh put all this back How together. Many no, it was like 60 some stitches. No, you've never told me. I would not have forgotten that. I had never heard people get cussed out as I did. This plastic surgeon cussed out those nurses. So they, they were supposed to numb my face, of course, with uh, whatever they numb it with. Yeah. And which side, if you never had that shit done, it's horrible. It's basically, like they put fire under your skin and to numb it, to numb it, right? So you go through intense pain just for them to numb your shit. And then so they tell him he's like, everything is like done. And, and so he's like, okay, cool. So he goes to start to cut. And of course, when he puts a fucking scalpel to my face, I scream out like, you know, like my face is being cut the fuck open because it is. And he apologized to me immediately and then proceeds to cuss everybody in that room. <laughs> out. 
he cussed them out like they weren't shit. Oh my and god! Then he was like, "Call me when you got the shit together," and left the room. Oh my wow! God, that shit was me. But yeah, so and it was in that summer. I couldn't go back to summer school because my shit was fucked up. I stayed in Charleston, and I called my wife back up because we'd broken up a couple years earlier. And I called uh-huh. her up, and then we got together and never been apart since two thousand three. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah wow. So that thing, I think people see these scars all the time. I don't. When, I have a scar. Do you know where my scar is on my face? Never seen a scar on your face. It's on my lip. Really? It's right here. Um, Where'd you get it from? <laughs> I had these. I had a mushroom table and four mushroom chairs. It was white mm-hmm. top, green bottoms, four chairs, and I was downstairs in our um, game room. BD came in and um, my aunt who's five, four years and five months or four years and 11 months older than me was at the top of the steps. And, and um, I asked her to hand me the, the um, one of the stools and she tossed it <laughs> and it hit my lip. It bounced off my lip. And then, you know, so we went to the hospital and my lip was cut open, but I didn't get stitches. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, I didn't get stitches, but there, there's a scar there. And uh, my dad used to always say that my hopes of being a supermodel were dashed. <laughs> well, and I had a gap too, but then he would say, you can still be a model because Lauren Hutton has a gap. But as soon as I got my braces, my gap closed up. So yeah, I see, I see it. I don't see it that often, but I used to see it all the time and think that people would see it. And then I forget about it. And then sometimes, I mean, I don't know that anybody has brought it up in years. Oh. How that happened to your lip? Let me tell you the listen. I don't know where we were. Are you, I feel like you were there. It was at one okay. of our. It might have been when we were last year. Was it last year? It might have been last year. I feel like it was a work thing. Might have been at Genentech when we were there. Anyway, so we'll call her Sally. I don't even know what her real name is, but a white woman came up to me, and she was like, "Oh." I I was in Africa last year and I absolutely love your tribal markings on your head. I feel like that is so authentic and you are staying true to who you are. What? I was not I st- there. I stood there and I'm like, I had a pro- I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Then I was like, oh. You forgot. My you forgot. She's talking about my scars on my face. She think I'm from some tribe. She's not from one of the tribes in Africa. But you that... know what's cool about is when people notice things about you is that they see you, right? Yeah. She so saw she you. She was looking. She was looking. And, and she, she was looking for seen... something. Some she looked her, she read your face and thought she saw some commonality. Yeah. Um, but no, I was not there. <laughs> I've been like, what? She just assumed that like, I was. What is like, she yeah. talking about? Yeah, I know that. Oh. Yeah. So that kind of helped reinforce the fact that I think people see it all the time. When I, no, they don't. Yeah. They do not. Um, all right, let's see. Okay, number, or that was three. Number two is um, talking to strangers is more enjoyable than we think. I love talking no, to I strangers. I love talking to strangers. My God, I love it. My wife hates it. She's I introvert. love talking to strangers more than people Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Sometimes like they're nice because you're like, who's going to be mean to a stranger? Even though some people can can muster up the the courage to be mean to strangers, but it says here people are often reluctant to, t- to talk to strangers, but they feel happier and more connected after doing so. Um, it says in one study, 
um, researchers encouraged train and bus commuters to talk and follow um, with fellow passengers or keep to themselves. The commuters predicted that they would be happier keeping to themselves, but those who talked to strangers enjoyed the ride even more than those who sat in solitude. So, and this was true for both extroverts and introverts. I love talking to strangers. I think I strangers are awesome. Um, I, I like, and I really like it when strangers become like, we had this, this, um, we, we, we were in a, a boat one on sun, the Sunday we were there and we needed to get a cab back and the guy came by and he had you had a big passenger van. We're like, Hey, can you give us a ride? And his name was, um, um, Miguel. And so he, he gave us several rides after that. We saw him at the airport. We, we didn't get him to have him run us to the airport because we'd already paid for, um, for our, um, our trip to and from the airport. Yeah. But we, we pulled up, he was right, he pulled up right next to him. We're like, Miguel! <laughs> we yeah. all jumped out and hugged him. <laughs> so awesome. I love that. Okay. Number one. Okay. The number one out of seven things we often get wrong about other people is that people like us more than we think they do. What do you think of that? I don't know. It says, after having a conversation with someone, we tend to worry about how we came across. Um, did, did I share too much? Did that comment sound pretentious? However, research shows that people aren't as critical as we are of ourselves. In fact, people tend to like us and enjoy our company more than we think they do. Researchers call this discrepancy in perspectives the liking gap. Mm. That's what's up. Hmm. Well, but what do you what do you call it when somebody thinks that everybody likes them and they don't? <laughs> Narcissist. <laughs> like, uh, so, uh, I'm not sure if they actually really like you guys. Yeah, it, it says it's unreasonable to expect that everyone like, um, like. Well, well, okay, hold on. It's unreasonable to expect that everyone like will will like you. It doesn't say that will no. like us. It, it's a typo. There's a typo in the thing. Um, it means it should say will like us, of course, but it says like will us. Oh, Are wow, you yeah. serious psychology mm -hmm. today? Yeah, there you go. Somebody was oh dyslexic. Oh my gosh. Shout out to all my dyslexic folks out there. We exist in all aspects of life. We out here. Oh, I was um that Mikhail, Joel Mikhail's dys dyslexic. Um Kelly Clarkson, I was watching it. it mm -hmm. She was talking about playing Scrabble and how her mom like tosses the tape tosses the table every time they play. And he's like, I'm I'm dyslexic, so I can't play <laughs> I can't play Scrabble. <laughs> he said, I won't be able to spell shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not funny, but. Um, I mean, it's funny. I think you can laugh if there's somebody with the thing you're talking to. Like, we're talking to somebody who has an issue, and you make a uh -uh. joke about it, and they laugh, and you can laugh. Like, I'm dyslexic, so I'm <coughs> okay to make fun about dyslexia now. How did you, so when did you find out you were dyslexic? You want to hear the most blackest thing ever? Yes. You want to know how I found out I was dyslexic? Yes. Theo. On the Cosby Show. What? So the, the Cosby Show did the Theo did good. the Theo episode where they find out he was dyslexic. Oh was my! That's I how you you were like. I, I think you told me that you were like, words are scrambled up. Oh, you yeah. never told anybody. You never told no. your mom, your teachers, nobody. Not at all. And so when I started school, so my mom has her master's in education. She was a teacher. Okay. And so when I started school, I started lagging behind in reading. Okay. And so my mom just assumed it was because. You know, I wasn't reading enough. And okay. so she made it her point that I was going to be the fucking best reader ever. <laughs> right. And so we got like hooked on phonics and then she would make me read books. Like I had to read every day, every day. Like I was nonstop always reading, always reading to the point to where I was reading at like an honors level. 
And so okay. probably from about fifth grade on, I was always in honors English or accelerated English classes because of my okay. reading and writing ability, despite my dyslexia. Wow. And so like even so when I'm reading- like certain words, garble or- Yeah, so the words like they- they switch. My or... brain switches the words around, the sentence okay. will look one way. And so what's crazy is as I'm reading, I read every sentence twice as I'm okay. reading. So okay. also I learned how to read so fast that I was reading everything twice just to be able to keep up with everyone just so I can understand everything properly or whatever. So okay. it just basically outworked my dyslexia. <clears throat> But it was still, wow. it is still ever present. Like I'm writing emails for work. I read over the email several times. <coughs> oh, wow. Times. I put, like, because spell check doesn't check for order of the words. They just right, check for right. whether the words are spelled correctly. So I still have to reread everything before I send it out or whatnot. Yeah, dyslexia oh. don't stop. That person wow. right there, super dyslexic. That's a, that's a classic dyslexic yeah. state. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, I didn't finish reading. So it's unreasonable to expect that everyone will like us, of course, but research on liking on the liking gap suggests that we put aside some of our concerns about how we're being perceived by others and just enjoy the conversation. Mm. So, um, oh man, we, we've really run over. Um, okay. So I don't know if you thought about your accountability corner, but mine was Delta. Um, um, because they lost my bag. Okay, so I flew from Atlanta to JFK, from JFK to Madrid. My ba- my bag did not make it on the flight from JFK to Madrid. And then when I called, when I went in the office, when I got back here, they were like, "Sorry, it's you have to go to the to your final carrier." So anyway, um, but but thumbs up to the Apple AirTag because it did buy my bag. But then thumbs down to the battery life. <laughs> oh, and Jackson is in my accountability corner. Jackson was in Costa Rica for. 10 days, whatever. He came back That's last Saturday. Sure. The other day, he went to Boston Market. He got himself something and came back with a tulip cookie for me from Panera because it was in the shopping center across the street. Mm-hmm. Jay used to do tutoring in the Panera and couldn't even manage to bring me a cookie every time he went. Ooh. So, yes. So that happened. And then he brought, he went to insomnia last night, came home and came into my room with a cookie and milk. I didn't want any because I didn't it wasn't feeling well, but I, he's very thoughtful. So he's in, he's in my corner. And then last but not least, my good friend, Leonard, Leonard has created a candle company, Newport Gray Living. Have you bought anything yet, Shane? I said, I will, I'm going to get some candles. I, see, my wife I know I sent you the link. So it's Newport, Newport Gray He has two candles they are soy based. Um, one is scented, one is unscented. Um, the one is Laguna. It's plum, sea salt, ozone, and sandalwood. It's a soy wax candle. You guys can't see it. It's a beautiful candle. It uh, came beautifully packaged, um, wrapped in tissue paper and lots of popcorn in the box. And I'm nose blind. I could smell it through the box. That's so. Cool. Um, so yeah, so he's he's doing his thing there. Coming up with he's in the lab coming up with new scents. So yes, he's doing that. Um, who's Leonard, give me something vanilla, Leonard. I love vanilla, man. Let me My get some mother, vanilla. Vanilla Ariel loves Ariel loves Ariel Ariel loves vanilla. My mother hates vanilla. When I when I was like you know not I won't say a kid. I was in my twenties. Yeah, I used to love vanilla, and I get vanilla like cologne or you know oils. And she would say, she would say, I smell like a cookie. She's like, and we were, if we were going to the mall, she's like, if you come over here with that vanilla on, I'm going to put you out my car. <laughs> she no, hated it. Van- vanilla is my, but not, it can't be vanilla sugar because vanilla sugar smells a lot like a cookie, but it has to be like <clears throat> vanilla, just like 
uh, a vanilla scent, not necessarily a sugary vanilla scent. There's a difference, oh. right? So I use yeah, vanilla yeah. as like my base, my base scent. Okay. Uh, as a so as a man, I really enjoy smelling good. Anyone okay. who's ever been around me will tell you that I always smell good. And part of my smell good is I have a base scent. My base scent is always vanilla, and then I layer my uh, cologne scents on top of vanilla. Okay. My husband does not wear cologne. I've 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 met men who don't, and it's always weird to me. I'm like, what, what do you though. mean you don't? It smells like soap. Ah, uh, them pheromones still got you. That's what's up. Them he pheromones like still so, got you. When he, he smells like soap and lotion. It's so funny because I we 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 use Jergens. Uh, not, not, not the not the original, original one. Okay. Not the original one. Like the shea butter one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we all use it, right? Like everybody uses it. Like Arrow might. She she goes. She's the scent girl. So she'll. She has 20 million tips, scented lotions and stuff like that. I just like the, I have some, like they're, like if I have a, a scent that I wear that I'll buy the lotion with it. But yeah. for the most part, my base is Jergens, And then I put my perfume and everything on top. And we were in Ibiza and uh, I think my girlfriend was like, or sister or whatever. She wanted some uh, lotion. She was like, Jergens. I was like, girl, don't sleep on Jergens. Because my husband comes to bed. He smells like ivory soap or no, dove soap. Which Dove? Dove, the regular. Oh, okay. Because you know Dove makes a great shea, shea butter coconut. We've, um, yeah, we've had some others, one. like green yeah. one and a, yeah, orange one. Nope. The regular, the regular Dove, Beauty Bar, and his, um, and his uh, Jergens lotion. And he used to wear, I used to buy him cologne because I like to smell cologne. I would buy it. And I guess when I stopped buying it, he stopped wearing it. So, and he smells good. So There you go. All right. Who's on your... Who's on your list? You have an accountability corner. Man, my accountability corner. I think it's uh, I I really want to hold my kids accountable. For okay. Jokes. Summer's been out for about a week and a half now, and these these kids ain't ain't on it. You know, like I need them to be more focused on knocking out their easy chores. You know, okay. like we have a system. They just ain't about. And I gotta yell and fuss in the morning for them to do their chores. You know, so my kids are getting put in the accountability corner until they get their shit together. Oh my you know? gosh! Did you just send me these pictures? Yeah, I did. That's uh, seventh, uh, seventh, eighth grade he's a- social last night. Oh my! This is so- he's so uh, he's so cute. Oh Sean my Christian. Gosh. Yeah. Gosh. yeah, he is. He, yeah, he's he adorable. <laughs> he's so cute. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Hey, when are you coming here? Uh, the tournament was canceled. Oh, uh, why? For, because our the honest sense is our coach wanted to go to Hawaii with his wife, and so the tournament conflicted with the Hawaiian vacation, so he canceled the uh, oh, the Atlanta tournament. Well, then that person, boo, boo, boo. Do I have a oh boo thing God. here. I got a boo. Mm-mm, <laughs> okay, all right, what are we gonna be talking about? We're going to have some nothing but illustrious guests. Nothing but illustrious guests. I'm trying to tell you, our, our summer our summer lineup is going to be crazy, man. We have uh, DEI corporate leaders. We have uh, voices prolific in the medical field. We have persons who are survivors of trauma that yeah. has gone on to achieve entrepreneurial. Success on um, a person that's left the corporate world and pursued entrepreneurial successes. I would like so we have a lot of cool guests coming up. 
Absolutely. Cool it guests. won't be it won't be three months because yeah. No. Oh, the girls were talking about you when we were away. <laughs> Every time I <laughs> when I was said something about the book, my girlfriend Jenna said, Is Shane cussing in the book? <laughs> or was that Shane or was it Leonard? Oh. I know Leonard Leonard asked me that, but she said Janet said something about you. But <laughs> Leonard, mm. Look, like, as we all know, <laughs> how many times have we have to see these psychological studies that show persons who curse are more are intelligent? Smart. Yes, exactly. I mean, you think that we don't have a command of the of the English language, oh, but no. yeah, I we, can I can prolifically wait. Yeah, the way command yeah. and utilize many, one word many and make words. it a verb, a, exactly. a noun. The word like fuck <laughs> can be like adjective. you know what fuckery is this? Right. If you're from the VI, we use the word fuck. Like, what the fuck? What fuck is this? This some fuck? Like, it's literally like <laughs> it's it can everything. be used in so many different ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it can be used in other words. Like, you have like marascon, and then you have like you know just bumbaclad. You have um, yeah, there's just different variations yeah. of the same word that can be used. So now people who curse are very intelligent. Yeah. I don't and even I, try to act like my kids don't curse. We always tell our kids, don't curse in front of us. We uh, don't want to ever hear you cursing. Like, oh but my, we my know that you're going to curse. You, you know, you, if you have kids that play video games, you know they swear. Oh, they Because you hear them. You're like, hello. So we have cameras all through our house. and See, I, I don't want cameras. We have, we have like nine cameras see, all over our house. Anything. And we go back and look at, though, my nine-year-old daughter, that child be cussing her brothers out, boy. Are you serious? That is Bro. so funny. Bro, I couldn't let nobody talk to me the way she was. Oh my gosh. That's like that's like um I was talking to an insurance guy yesterday. He has five oh. kids. And they were like, they were like, I don't know, like five to nine or something. They adopted siblings, five mm. of them. Mm. And um, and I was just saying that how my kids how they still fight to this day and they're 16 17 and 21 jackson was sick the last week of school he was sick mm. he missed the entire i think he, he missed the entire week he was like it wasn't it wasn't um COVID, but he was in bed like sick yeah. and um one day it was like the next week he was coughing because he had a terrible cough and he 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 vomited. He was coughing. And Errol's like, oh, could you stop coughing? I'm like, where is the love? Where is the com compassion? He's he's sick and he threw up. She's like, oh my gosh. He, he's like, shut up, dummy. And she's like, stupid. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop it. Stop mm -hmm. it. Stop mm -hmm. it. Like one day we'll be gone and you will, you people will be have each other. And oh, it's going to be that day when the secret comes out. That what? The you know what I'm talking about. Did they listen to the show? No, no, nobody listens. Okay, about him snitching on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be that day at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and shit gonna break loose. <laughs> That's like Jay said. Why is he like that? I'm like, oh yeah. Oh my uh, god. Oh, yeah, she'll have him. She'll probably have him killed. Yeah, that's gonna oh. be ah. Uh. Y'all gonna be looking down yet. like God, man. Like, oh my is... gosh! <laughs> it could be thirty years from now. <laughs> oh okay. Oh man. Oh lord. Okay. Oh, I forgot to say too that Leonard's candles come with candle care instructions and a thank you. So such a he's so elegant, such a wonderful touch. So anyway, 
All right, Shane. So we will um, be back to our regular Wednesdays. So, um, and uh, everybody have a great Juneteenth. Do you have any plans for Monday? Uh, no, I'm pretty just going to walk in some stores and take some stuff and be like, this is my reparations. Is that what we allowed to do? That's not, it's not, no, it's not free for us. Well, you should just go to be a squatter and I have, go find yourself a really, really big house. Like, Hey, this is my, I'm here for my 40 acres. I'm trying to tell you, like, I need some sort of, I know. What do we get? What what do we get other than a mattress sale? Yeah. But shout out to California though. Do you see Kelly over there? What? The governor passed the, the uh, they uh, passed the reparations reparations act. Yeah. What does it mean? I've read about it a while ago. Yeah, so <laughs> California. So one, you have to be living in California for like ten years. Okay. And then it's like three million dollars a piece. You're lying. Everyone, every black person who's lived in California for more than ten ten years or more gets three million dollars. When? And is it in tens and twenties? All right, so. What it looks like is Governor Newsom's called the AB thirty one twenty. He okay. signed it into law. Okay. Um, that's where he got the task force put together to see if this is possible. Okay. And so, who qualifies is that six percent are Californians are black. So, okay. um, in order to be eligible for reparations, you must be a resident of California and have proof that they resided in California. Um, for at least six months of the time within each area of harm. So each area of harm is basically when, you know, those major incidents happen in California. So like, basically you have to have, fam- your family has to have been like in California. For decades? Time. Yeah, for decades. Like since when? Since Reconstruction? No, it's just since these times of harm as this like, task force like, uh, put together. What's his name? Who was the guy? Rodney King? Yep, Rodney King. Um, Ryan? Basically, 160 years after abolition, its badges and incidents remain embedded into political, legal, and health and financial, educational, cultural, and environmental social systems. Um, to remedy this, specifically targeted to dismantle our country's racist foundations and heal the injuries. <laughs> Badges of incidents of slavery will continue to harm most African Americans in life. Um, and when so will they get paid? They don't say. Okay. <laughs> like, when, were their kids' kids get it? No, it's going to be the recent. So, man, so they're going to do restitution for mass incarceration in over inclusive communities. Okay. For that alone, you're going to get. One hundred fifteen thousand dollars. One hundred fifteen two hundred one hundred fifteen thousand two hundred sixty dollars. Okay. Um, or two hundred two thousand three hundred dollars for each year of residency in the state since nineteen seventy one, and that's okay. when the first war on drugs began. Oh, not to mention the new the new war on drugs is going on in San Francisco, but that's where we talk about that. Mm-hmm. And so. Also, for families who lived in California between 1933 and 1977, you'll get $148,000 per person or $3,000 for each year since those incidents happened. 
Okay, I have to look at that. So they basically break it down by um, basically breaks it down by incident, and then they give you thirteen thousand dollars per person for every year you've lived in California uh, since the uh, since you've had healthcare issues or whatever, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, interesting. It's they break it down in different segments and different areas and. California is so progressive. Then it comes out to a couple million dollars for each person, basically. If you can cash in on all of it, if you can cash in on everything, you can walk away with a few million dollars or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so shout out to California. I see you, California. They always lead the way. They were the first ones to make weed legal. You know what I'm saying? So, well, they, California is, runs better than some countries. So, what is it, the 14th largest economy in the world, if not higher? Man, that's crazy. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So all if right. you get everything, if you check all the boxes, you get one point two million dollars per person, oh, tax cool. free. All right. Okay. Well, all we'll right, leave you with that. There you Have go. a great weekend, Shane. You okay. Too, Talk to you soon. Bye, Bye everybody.